Imagine if you went from feeling fine every day to feeling amazing. How would your life be different? Everyone has the ability to feel amazing again and again. You just need the right tools to get there. If you're ready to feel amazing, stick around. Now, here's the host of the I'm Not Fine Show with functional nutrition coach, Lizzie Enns. Welcome, everyone. We are here once again for another phenomenal show episode. I'm here with my friend, Victoria Fuller, and I'm very, very excited to be interviewing her. And we're going to be talking about how to reinvent yourself. And this can resonate with so many people in so many different areas of our life when it comes to our health, our business, personal relationships, all of those things. Um, But I really quickly want to remind you guys that um, if you want to work with me, you can grab a link in the bio in our show notes um, where you can book a call with me if this is something that you want to get control of your health and you really want to heal the body from root cause issues and figure out what that looks like. Grab that link, grab that calendar link, book a call with me. Um, you can also email me at lizzie at undietyourself.live if this is if you have any questions or you need anything. Um, reach out to me there. Okay, so a little bit about Victoria. I'm so excited. First of all, welcome, Victoria. Thank you for being Thank here. You. Yeah, we made it happen. This is we amazing. Did make it. We did make it happen. <laughs> um, we actually met through a mutual friend of ours, Michael, and he yes. introduced me to you. And then I got to talk to you and your boyfriend. And we actually like, I thought it was so interesting, like with his background and my, my background, we actually had a, had a lot in common. So that was really, really awesome and exciting. So a little bit about Victoria before I go into this interview. Um, Victoria is a Victoria Fuller is a California native who became a playmate to launch a professional art career. This set her career on fire, but then COVID happened. And it wasn't until COVID of 2020 that Victoria decided that there was a massive void in the playmate culture and decided that it was time to pull all her talents and resources to form Gateful Labs and Rogue Bunny's project. Um, And the reason that I wanted to go into this conversation with you about reinventing ourselves is you did that, like you reinvented yourself and made things happen and have created an amazing business in what you're doing now. So I want to just kind of dive into this with you and have you share with us a little bit about your background and uh, some of the struggles that you've gone through, and we're we we have time here, so we're gonna go through quite a few things. But I want you to just kind of like take us through like those beginning stages of your background, and then we'll continue on from there. So Victoria, welcome. Thank you. Um, yeah. So I'm Victoria Fuller, and I've been a lifelong artist my whole I mean my whole life since I can since I can remember since I was two. Um, so my journey is all wrapped around um, art as being part of like, you know, the, the biggest part of my life. And um, when I became a playmate in the 90s, the first thing I did was went to Hugh Hefner and said I wanted to work for the magazine as one of the artists. And I brought my portfolio and stuff. And and he was like, no, I, I think if you want to be this artist that you want to be, because I told him what my ultimate plan was. Um, and he said, then you need some licensing. And he granted me um, a multi-million dollar licensing contract uh, utilizing all the trademarks of Playboy and um, their IP and everything in my artwork to distribute worldwide. So I had a worldwide 
licensing contract with Playboy. So, and I'm the only artist that's ever had a licensing contract contract with Playboy to this date. So, wow. um, and I did that for 11 years, and that's what set my art career on fire. And I was in galleries around the world, and um, uh, my passion. And I was a bunny at the same time. I was traveling around the world as ambassador to Playboy. Um, so I was working a, a ton. And um, I, uh, yeah, during COVID, during 2017, I learned about um, cryptocurrency and I learned about NFTs even. And um, and I, I didn't really think much about them. Someone kept saying that they were like the new thing for artists. And I had given up my license for Playboy. I'd had, had it for 11 years and I wanted to move past being the Playboy artist because, um, you know, for obvious reasons, because it's because I, because I wanted to spread my wings and do my, you know, do my own thing and not just be on, just, not just be the Playboy artist. And um, so then, then 2017 happened, learned about NFTs and then COVID happened and then all the galleries shut down. And so it really forced me to pivot and figure out once it was lasting, it was going on for months and it felt like it was going to last for a long time. Um, galleries weren't an option and that whole thing that I was using to, to, to uh you know for my to employ myself um that was all gone and it wasn't going to come back for a very long time people weren't spending money on art and everything at that time so um so yeah so then i learned about in 2020 i learned really got into nfts and i started learning about how to mint them and what it meant and it brought back all the licensing and branding um stuff that I had learned through Hef and working with Playboy and, uh, and you know, he's so iconic for, for branding and um, building community. And so I learned so much just being around him and having my license around him. So I kind of took a page from all that and I decided that um, I really needed to create something, something more, something more than just a solo art career and use this blockchain technology. And um, that was right at a crucial time when, uh, you know, he had passed away, he'd been gone for a few years, and Playboy was a corporation now taking um, a different direction on how they wanted to present Playmates or not present them, and the magazine itself uh, was no longer. So yeah, so there was a lot of lot of things that changed, and I really kind of took all of the things that I had and that I knew to try and reinvent myself and reinvent kind of also to what it meant to be a Playmate and what that title secured for us and what, you know, the vision that I know that Hef wanted for it. And so that just really is what sparked Rogue Bunnies. Yeah. What would you say were some of the biggest challenges and hurdles that you feel like you had to overcome during that season? Well, so I started in 2020. Um, I, I think the biggest hurdle was educating and onboarding all the girls because you know like what do they say four percent of the entire world knows about nfts and knows about blockchain so not only educating them on what it was that i was trying to do and and, and my vision but also so that they knew kind of what their role was and what and like what their ex what was the expectation of of them being um a rogue bunny like what did it involve so that was the probably the biggest barrier um, was getting everybody. It was like herding cats, you know, to get these girls all in one place at one time. Um, and I have uh, just under 70 women so far, playmates that are all under contract with uh, Gatefold Labs. 
I think that's so, so amazing because if you, if you really think about it, like that's only one part of it. Like I've had these conversations with people about, you, you know, sometimes when you make it big in one thing and that sort of like becomes your identity, but the heart shift that you have to make is at some point in your life, you have to make a shift because you can't write on one thing for the rest of your life. And that's where that's really like, there's a very pivotal moment that happens in all of our lives where we have to say, okay, I need to shift. I need to, yeah. you know, reinvent myself. I, I believe every single person has to reinvent themselves at some point if they want to grow and make massive differences in the world. And you did just that. And you're in such a unique industry, unique niche, like, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that don't understand that part of it. And so you being able to help these women create and shift and make a new identity and like make something much bigger, even for their lives. I think that's absolutely amazing. What do you think is, if you look at like the women that you're helping, what do you think is their like biggest challenge? What do you see is the biggest challenge for them when you're trying to help them? out of the picture um uh well it's definitely are you talking about if you're talking about the the bunnies the playmates that already exist that i have bringing them on um you know they either take it on or they or they're not as interested you know um crypto and nfts are kind of you know a specific thing but what i really want to do is introduce them to it and because it can be utilized for so many other things you know what i mean they could take a yeah and use it for whatever it is that they want and create their own entrepreneurial, um, you know, follow their ambitions, um, you know, their, through blockchain technology. So giving them the opportunity to learn about it so that they could have a choice to do that. Some of them just like really supporting um, the project um, as well and learning. And they, a lot of them have their own NFT collection. And so they're, they're collectors as well. So like onboarding, onboarding our community has been like the biggest challenge for sure yeah why do you think that is like is it just making that transition i think it's just like you know when the internet came up and it was so new it's like why does anybody need the internet why why what is the dot com for then it became like well if you don't have a dot com then you're kind of not legit so it's kind of the same thing. I mean, to get to mass adoption, I think we just, that hurdle needs to become, that barrier to entry needs to become so much easier. And um, I, I definitely have done a lot of the groundwork for, um, it gets easier and easier to onboard uh, the community and, and bunnies and whatnot, because um, there's just so many more tools. It's become, it's just, it's just become easier. It's lightened up quite a bit. And I think, a lot of people are intimidated by the whole minting process and what it means to be on the blockchain and and what the decentralized wallet and all those things i think those things are scary like there's some secret formula that you have to know um in order to get these things to work and like there's some secret sauce with an nft and it's it's really just an it's just really just another uh, medium for us and um and to be looked at as something so like complicated or you know because it's it's really not that it's really not that complicated when you break it down so yeah yeah I was just going to talk a little bit about you know overcoming those specific obstacles like a lot of times when we're up against obstacles like um for some people those can feel like a much bigger issue than what they really are 
And I'm curious kind of like what your approach is because you're you're kind of like the barrier breaker in that, like like took the lead in that. And you probably have made the path a little easier for a lot of the other women that are wanting to go on that path as well. So like you're you're in the front line, like (laughs) plowing the way for for these women. So like what are some of the obstacles that you feel like you've had to come over that you had the faith and come over to like pave that way for them. I mean, you paid, you paved that way for yourself um, as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I, I was deeply passionate about it. So I can, under, I mean, I just immersed myself in like, um, it was clubhouse was the one that was like giving, it was kind of where you could go and everybody was really chatty and uh, generous with, information on on how to how to do things with blockchain specifically with art and nft so like i just really took that on but um i think i think i think just like convincing people that there is this other medium and that it's going to be a source that we're going to be using so it's a for it's a force to be reckoned with and like the sooner you get onboarded into it and start understanding and utilizing it you know then you're just ahead of the curve because it's going to be it's going to be here and it's going to be every it's going to be part of our everyday life just like internet is so web3 is definitely the next the next phase yeah that's amazing okay well we're going to go to our first break here commercial break here but when we come back um don't go anywhere anybody we're (laughs) stay right here we're we're just going to have this little break here and then we're going to come back and i'm going to dive into i want you to think about this victoria as we prepare to go into the next uh, session here is you're also a mother and I want to talk about, and I I'm a mother, a single mother as well. And I, and I want to talk a a little bit about how that is and how you balance being a mother and an entrepreneurial woman and building what you've built. So we're going to go to our first break. So don't go anywhere. You guys we will be right back. I'm Lizzie Enns, your host on the I'm not fine show. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com this is i'm not fine with lizzie ends 
To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are back again to continue this conversation with Victoria Fuller. And we've been talking about how to reinvent ourselves. And I think that this is such a powerful topic because, like I said before, I think that every single person in their life at some point figures or finds out that they need to reinvent themselves, whatever that may be. They need to get to that place and decide, hey, I need to do something differently. And that is exactly what Victoria did. So, Victoria, I want to talk a little bit about uh, the balancing act of being a single mother and building a business, running a business the way that you are. And how do you juggle that? So, Victoria, share with us what that is like for you and how you balance that. Oh, guys, I think I think uh, <laughs> here we go. Sorry. Sorry. Um, my daughter's 17 and she drives. So she she's amazing. She totally takes care of herself now. So I'm really, really lucky. But last year and the year before when she wasn't, um, it was it's you know, it's really tough because I, I have to be available. I want to be available to her, drive her around. I am the mom that drives all the kids home and make sure everybody gets home safe. So like I'm doing a lot. I, that's how I spend time with my daughter is uh, I'm the, the chauffeur. But um, yeah, I think the challenging part for me is that my daughter has no understanding and no desire to have an understanding as to what I, <laughs> what I'm doing. So when I say I'm working and I'm on my computer, it just, I'm not sure she she fully understands because she's just like well you're just here you could just get up and go you could do whatever you want you don't have to you just turn your computer off so um she doesn't quite get what i'm what i'm creating or how serious i am about it because she's not seen you know she's not shown a lot of interest in it let's put it that way <laughs> she's like <laughs> i don't want to know anything about this nft stuff i just i don't understand i don't want to know so yeah so it's uh and i think but, that, but, that i think that's I think that's okay. I think, you know, I, I have a five-year-old and, um, you know, my, my biggest passion, one of my biggest passions in life is to be able to create a life for him that I didn't have when I was growing up. Um, while also, you know, I think there's a fine balance with that and, you know, giving your child everything that they want and also like educating and teaching them how to be self-sufficient because where I'm from, we, at a very, very, I mean, at five years old, we were carrying wood into the house to, for our wood burning stoves yeah. and, you know, clearing the dishes off the table and, and all of that. And so I think that there's a, there's a really fine balance between uh, giving your child like the life that you never had while also teaching them the importance of what they need to learn to be self-sufficient and self-sustainable as they yeah. get, as they get older. Um, I think that, you know, I, I'm a single mom, as I mentioned, and it can be difficult to uh, find that balance between how much time you put into your work because you know that you're making massive difference in the world and that's your mission and that's your passion 
but also not leaving your kid behind and not spending the time that you want because they're only going to be growing up once. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious what, what your kind of approach is on that. Um, like I said, I just, you know, I spend a lot of my time with her where we're driving in a car and I maximize that time where I have her undivided attention if she's not on her headset with music or whatever. But, um, my daughter, I'm fortunate enough that, you know, she has, I'm not, uh, with her father. So she has two households that she goes back and forth at. And, um, and so that's been a pretty good luxury for me because I, I've been able to, you know, have that break, um, you know, when she's not there, then I can take all the time I can, I can work all day long and I don't have to worry about different things. But I think just, I try to just be present when she's around me and I try to, um, I try to really work her into, you know, having dinner set at the same time and, and things like that so that we're having some consistency. I think that's probably the more important aspect of being a parent is keeping the consistency um, together because that creates, you know, security or whatever. So I think that's really what I just try to do is keep keep the meal times and keep the time that we have together just, um, you know, like those specific to the meal times for, for sure keep those consistent. But when I'm with her, then I just try to be with her. And like I said, it's mostly in the car <laughs> is when I <laughs> connect with her and find out what's going on in her life. Yeah. When you're, when you're being her chauffeur. <laughs> when I'm being her chauffeur, she chauffeurs me around now. She's got her own oh, car. Yeah, she drives around. And so like, there's no stopping her now. It's not, it's just a matter of, she doesn't really say, is it okay if I do this? She just says, this is where I'll be. And so I just keep, we keep very good tabs on like, I, like I locate her all the time. I know that where she is all the time and she, she informs me. So she's really good about that. As long as I know where she is, I'm fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. She managed, she's managing her homework and all the other things. And I mean, she's just, she's become super independent really quickly. I mean, 17, she's just, she's almost, she's almost done. So she's ready. Yeah. 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 She's, she, she needs to be in a place where she, where she's independent. There's something that really stood out to me that, that you mentioned is the consistency. And I think that that is something that is so, so key for kids, but it also is for adults. So yeah. one of the things that I teach in my uh, coaching when I'm working with people is the consistency. And a lot of people struggle being consistent with their daily habits. And, and that has to do with either your health or your business. So in anything that you want to be successful in, I, I'm sure you could agree with this, the way that you've built your life and your business was by showing up and being consistent with what you were putting in. So yeah. if we can instill that in our in our um, kids and create, because consistency creates structure and structure creates stability. And so when we follow through with those things and we can be consistent with that, that is really where that foundation comes. And you can, when you have a strong foundation, you can build very, very strong things on top of that, because if that foundation is in place, things don't fall. So absolutely, absolutely. I would like to talk a little bit about how you like manage health. Um, Cause this is a, is a um, health podcast as well. So I want to 
talk a little bit about that with you too. Like, how do you, because here's the thing, like we're busy entrepreneurs and, and women and moms and building massive things. But at the end of the day, if we don't have our health, like what do we have? So how do you manage that with your day-to-day life? Well, I just moved. So I'm like still in boxes. That's why my house looks all like topsy-turvy. Um, so once I get settled in, I, I, I work with someone that like, that I don't want to call him a life coach, but someone that I talk to pretty regularly. And like, he keeps me, he keeps me on my path and my goal or whatever. And he had suggested to me early on to create a pie, like a pie chart, basically with like eight slices. And in that pie chart, like list all the things that create your life, your kids, your relationships, your work, your hot, whatever hobby or health, your nutrition, you know, all those things in the pieces of the pie and that way to keep it really balanced. And if you notice that your one of the pie pieces is getting too big, like that seems to be occupying the most of the pie or becoming dominant, then you need to figure out how to like, you know, rework that so that it's not, um, so that you're not, you know, overspending time on, on everything in, in short, just keeping stuff really balanced. So like, that's kind of a method. It sounds really silly, but it's kind of a nice method to be able to see that and have it as a visual, um, to connect to your mind, to keep like just the balance in order. Cause that's something I struggle with a lot because with my working, I'll, I'll work. And even whether it's on a canvas or whether it's on a computer, like I'll get to working and then it'll be, you know what I mean? It'll be like eight hours later. It's like, oh, I didn't, you know, I didn't do all the things. I didn't work out. I didn't take my, I didn't do my lunch. I didn't take my, whatever, my pills in the morning or whatever. So <laughs> like, it's really important to um, kind of have that visual. And I don't even have it up right now. It's probably where I'm all discombobulated. Like the last couple of days have been a blur. Like I got up at one thirty in the morning this morning. I just no idea what time it is. It's just, you know, when you move and everything's just all in boxes and I'm not quite settled yet. So yeah, like things are really weird, but yeah, keeping things balanced so that I know, like I can parse out the day to, you know, keep that consistent, those schedules consistent. Yeah, that's really, really uh, cool. I, I actually love that you brought that up because I studied holistic health. That was like my first, I, I did personal training first and after oh. personal training, yeah, so I'm a personal trainer too, and I, and then I went into holistic health. And while I was in in um, holistic, I I studied through the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And when I was in school, they they had exactly that. It was called the Circle of Life, and it's a pie chart. And with each uh, section of the pie, it's exactly that: your finances, your your work, yeah. your nutrition, sleep, all of the things. And so what you do is you do check ins with yourself to see like how, how high up you rate on each one. And so then you connect the dot. Did he have you connect the dots on the pie chart? No, he didn't have no. you do that part. So what you can do is you take that, take that pie chart and um, put a, put a little dot on the line of where you feel like you're at. Are you like super high? Are you in the middle? Does it feel balanced or is it low? And you're like, I'm not spending any time on this. And then what you do is once you go through all of them, and I think there's 12 different ones, you connect the dots on all of them and you can see like how balanced your chart really is. 
and then the things wow. are are really really high you go okay i'm really dominant in that maybe i'm working too much and not having enough personal time so you can start balancing it and saying okay i need to scale back a little bit here and bring this up and now you have more of a balance chart and you're always going to have moments of hey right now like this is this is going to be higher because it's the season of my life um, but at least you're aware of where things are at and then you can work on that and yeah, totally. create a little bit more balance. So I, I think it's amazing that you brought that up because I totally forgot about that until, until you brought it up. And it, it's actually a really, really cool chart to go through. You can actually just go online and you look up the circle of life through IIN and you'll, it'll pop up and it'll show you. So anyway, for anybody that's listening, you can do that as well. Go online and you can look for the circle of life, IIN, and the little colorful pie chart will come up. You can print it out and go through the practice of it and see how balanced you are in all of those areas. And that will just give you kind of an idea of like what you need to work on. Okay, we're going to go to our next break here. Um, but when we come back, we're going to continue to talk about this and we're going to continue to talk about women in business and what that means, challenges uh, that come up within that. So guys, don't go anywhere. We got some more really, really good stuff coming your way. I'm your host, Lizzie Enns on the I'm Not Fine Show. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good. And that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away. So you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. That's right. You can email me if you have any questions or if there's a very specific topic that you want me to talk about. I would love your feedback on that. So if there's anything that is like ringing in your ears and you're like, I really want Lizzie to talk about this for an entire hour on our show, email me and I will make it happen. We have been having an amazing conversation here with my friend Victoria, and we're talking all, th all things women's business, health, um, 
what it's like to balance the act of being a mother and an entrepreneur and building an empire, all of these things. And I do think that what you've done, Victoria, in the process of reinventing yourself and then paving the way for so many women, I mean, that's incredibly powerful. And I just want to commend you for that because um, not a lot of women can do that. Not a lot of people can do that. And you're doing it, you have done it, and you're still doing it. So great job on your part for getting that done and being that advocate for, for these girls and these women. I want to talk a little bit about um, women in business and what some of like the highlights have been for you as a woman entrepreneur in business and how you've like navigated all of that. So take it away, Victoria. Hi. Yeah. So women in business, I guess, um, I don't know. I just, I feel like, uh, I don't, I, I don't have the expectation that, um, I just don't have the, I, I don't know how to explain it, but just with business, there's, there's going to be like a lot of people get disappointed off of like a lot of little things or someone, something doesn't go the way it needs to go in business or it's not happening fast enough or it's not building the way that you need it to. And, um, um, for me, I just like just with anything because of the origin of uh, being with Playboy and there was always a stigma around that. And there was people that were not going to be accepting or liking um, who I was just by association. And um, so with keeping that in mind and not not really caring about what people think as much or not ruminating or um, kind of giving it too much headspace on like, I wonder what they're thinking. I wonder what. Wonder what that like. I just it's it's less emotion for me now doing business, and it's so much it's so much better that way because business isn't isn't really have to be so personal, you know. And um and it's hard not to take some work personal because there's so much of you know you put so much of yourself into it, especially if it's a creative thing. Um, but for me, I try to keep it very separate as something to not have like an emotional attachment to just just for the to better to better further the the you know move the dial and make the project move forward so yeah I, I so I, it's just a lot of grinding yeah I, I I feel like I can relate to that because um I still to this day um sometimes I have people say certain things to me that's almost like a stigma like a stigma against me because of of how I grew up and so they just assume or expect that I don't know certain things like I had someone on I, I was live online one day and this person was like questioning me whether or not I even make any money off of like what I do and I was like okay that is that's like stigmatization like because you know like my background and like where I come from so like over the years I've really uh had to do a lot of healing and self-work on myself because the thing is is like even with you like people hear playboy and they automatically have like one thing in mind about you and that's yeah. not the case is the fact that there's so much more to you than just that and that that's so true for so many people is you can't have one thing tied to the person because there's we're still people and there's so much more depth to you than just that but you've also taken 
the opportunity and like really worked on that reinvention and like proved people wrong and showed them like you are more than that you are you, you know you wanted to create something different and be that voice and that's yeah. what done how would you say what would you say was like the biggest thing that was like a shift for you what were some self um help things that you've had to do in order to like get to this place where you're just like I don't even care what what people think like it is what it is uh I've well I have this this life coach person that I that has been very instrumental in me kind of centering and balancing myself um there I've let's just put it this way like when you start a business or especially women in crypto and all this there it's a lot of male energy and there you know um a lot of stuff like well I don't think that's not going to happen or you can't really do that or oh I don't think you know enough about it or like you know there's just this kind of like downplaying like an ability to navigate through this whole web3 space like and that being challenged on like whether or not I have what it take takes to kind of continue to further because it's it is really difficult to build in that space because it's got it's got good stuff going on bad stuff going on a lot of bad people have like used it for bad things and so it's gotten a bad name which so is money regular money has been used for terrible things yet we're still using it so it it's it's just the ch the challenge of just um navigating in a new in a new medium you know with this blockchain technology and crypto and kind of like dealing with the government and 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 having all of it kind of just being it's a little bit of the wild wild west to try and put your stake in the ground and create something because it's ebbing and flowing so quickly that um yeah but that's kind of the long answer is that you know i i have to say when someone underestimates me like oh, i don't i don't think you can really do that or that's kind of my favorite thing because i go oh oh oh, oh you don't think i can do that okay yeah all right no problem like so I like I would play I would rather pleasantly surprise someone or even shock someone or or um you know I get I get probably more motivated off of people telling me what they think I can't do because um yeah that just lights a fire for me to like figure out how to do you know how to make it happen but so far I think with anything if you just keep being consistent and and keep and doing what you're doing and you're going to eventually um open the right doors and build you know build something you know they say build it and they will come so you know it's a matter it's all about community building for me you know the bigger the community the better the project yeah do you feel like you when someone says like oh you can't do that or maybe they don't believe in what you're doing or the project that you're working on. Cause I mean, that happens to me, like, here's the thing, like when, when we, when we know that what we're doing is our mission and we're really passionate about that and we believe in it and we know that that's, that's part of the purpose. Like we believe in that, but getting someone else to believe in that is a whole different story. And so for me, yeah. it's interesting when I talk to someone and, and I tell them like my vision I can always tell who the people are that are on board and they're like, I get it. And I can tell who the people are that are like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's just another thing. Like they don't take you like too seriously. And I'm in my head, I'm going, you have literally no idea. 
Like, <laughs> and that's okay. Like yeah. some people aren't like necessarily supposed to get it because maybe that's not their cup of tea. But um, for you, I'm curious, like, do you feel like you have to prove them wrong or do you like to prove yourself wrong? Like, which one are you? Like, are you competitive with because someone said that and you're like, okay, I'm going to prove myself wrong or I'm going to prove them wrong. Yeah. Like proving some, proving someone wrong is definitely a motivator um, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's, I just keep it. I just keep a certain amount of like, I know I, I've already come across several people that they don't, they don't, they don't like what I'm doing or it doesn't resonate with them or they don't, like, why do I care? Why would I care? And like, I think those are more of the learning moments and the learning tools is like, why, how do I make someone care about this? Like, what is the value add? What are, what are they going to get from it? Why would they want to be involved? Like, what is the perk? What is, what is anybody getting out of it? And I think when you have the end user uh, in mind as, as the happy outcome, right? Like you, you have that in mind. I think that's where you can be successful because that's all that matters is the is the, the the end user getting what they want, right? So that they so that so that they want more. So it is a challenge to constantly um but yeah, going back to people being negative, I guess. Um for some people could be very daunting and kind of like, you know, bring you down and be like, "Oh my gosh." And I'm I'm sure I've had some of that over the past 3 years in building this, but it's the people that go well, that aren't interested and don't have any interest. Then those those people pique my curiosity as to, well, how do I win them over? Because if I can win those people over, that's a whole community of. I, sometimes when you win someone over, a, a skeptic person or someone's like, why would I care? And then they're like, they come into the community. They go, oh, this isn't bad. Oh, this, oh okay, well, this is kind of cool. And then they're like, then they're like the top collectors or they're the, the people that are the most involved and the most loyal. So it, it just, I think always keeping your, um, always keeping the option open, never want to burn any bridges, right? Cause you never know when someone's going to come back around and be an, an important source or, or something. Um, but you know, just always try to keep it really super positive for sure. So that people want to come join you. Yeah. Yeah, I think one of the things in in business is to always remember is that uh, you're not for everyone and everyone is not for you. Exactly. Because yeah. If you try to uh, be for everyone, you don't actually niche down to like who the ideal person is and you're not speaking to the person that actually needs you the most. And so, okay. so yeah. if if you can get really, really good at speaking to the, to that person that actually is your ideal person, then it doesn't even matter like who doesn't believe in it or who doesn't want to be a part of it. Cause like I said, like you're not for everyone and everyone's not for you. And I think as entrepreneurs, we have to get really, really good at understanding that because if we don't, we're going to get lost in the sea. And that's one of the things that I always teach is even in my, in my health coaching business, this is what I teach my clients is like, listen, I know that it's really, really hard not to compare yourself to someone else's progress, to someone else's weight loss success, whatever it is that they're trying to do. It's really hard not to do that. 
But the reality is, is at the end of the day is they're not you and you're not them. And you're not supposed to be comparing your, your journey to them because you're not walking in their life. You're not walking in their body. And so that's one of the things that I've always done is laser focused forward on like what I needed to do for myself, my life and my business and my family and the people that I love versus looking at, and I'm not saying like, I've never compared myself. I think that I had to go through a stage in my life where I had to go, why am I comparing myself to someone else that is where I want to be? So if there is someone that you're like, well, I want to be where they're at, go, okay, become friends with them and ask them what they did to get there and see if they can help you, like figure that out. And maybe they can make your journey 10 times faster because they already know how to do it. So a little bit of advice that I like to give my clients and even anybody that's in a business to think about those things because it's really easy to compare. But if you really can like separate yourself from that, it's there's a really good book called Red Oceans versus Blue Oceans. And they talk about the red ocean businesses are always playing defense and they're always uh, watching what their competitors are doing. And the blue ocean businesses are the ones that are uh, not really looking at what their competitors are doing and they're focusing on their mission and their purpose. And that's what usually sets the blue ocean businesses apart is because they're focusing on their stuff instead of someone else's and blue ocean businesses last way longer than red ocean businesses. So if you've never heard of that book, that's a really, really good book. I can't remember the author of the book right now, but it's a really, really good book. Um, okay, we're going to go to our last break here. But when we come back, um, I want to talk, give you the opportunity to talk a little bit about where people can find you, what your vision is, you know, moving forward with Rogue Bunnies and crypto and all the things that you're working on. So um, that's what I want to touch base on so that our, our listeners can tune into what it is that you're focusing on and also how they can reach you. So don't go anywhere, you guys. We'll be right back. We often get used to just feeling fine instead of reaching to feel excellent or even good. Wellness is about feeling good, and that is a journey of continually coming back to what is nourishing and healing for us. Your body is functional and ever-changing, like a pendulum swinging. We must learn how to move with our bodies. Tuning into I'm Not Fine with functional nutrition coach Lizzie Enns will provide you with simple but effective tools that you can use right away so you can go from feeling just fine to feeling amazing. Listen for I'm Not Fine on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is I'm Not Fine with Lizzie Enns. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to lizzie at undietyourself.live. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. We are just about to finish out on the show today. I've been talking to my friend Victoria Fuller for this entire hour and it has been an amazing episode here just talking about how to reinvent vent yourself if you were in a place. And I want to emphasize this, like this goes for your health as well. And so I, I'm going to tell you a quick story before we finish up here. And I want Victoria to talk about 
um, what her vision is, what she's doing from here on. But there's something that I want to share and I feel like is really, really important for anybody and everybody to hear. I had a dear friend text me earlier this week and she said, my dad is in the hospital and he had a heart attack. And I went, I knew this was coming. He's 50 years old. And um, there's no way, shape or form that he should be in the position that that he's in. But this is where a lot of people find themselves when you don't take your health seriously, when you don't take your life seriously. And the message that I want to give you guys today is that please don't wait to decide to make a change in your life until it's too late or nearly too late and you end up in the hospital or in a nursing home. I used to work in a nursing home for over five years, and I saw a lot of things in the nursing home that could have been prevented if the initiative of taking care of your health and your life. And so the message behind this is that you matter and the people in your life matter. And so I want you to just really think about if you are in, in a situation or in a place where you're like, I gotta take my health seriously, Think about that and all it takes is a decision that you are going to make a change and take care of your health, okay? But don't do it, don't wait to do it until it's too late. So Victoria, I'm gonna uh, turn it over back to you and I want you to talk about um, what where you're going from here. Like what is what do things look like what what are you uh where can people reach you and all of that so fill me in on that victoria okay got it sorry i'm trying to plug in cuz i'm <laughs> my my computer is going to die I think that's it. So, okay, thank you. Um, so ask me the question again, I'm so sorry. Yeah, so I want you to talk a little bit about where people can reach you. We're at the tail end of this show, so we only have a few minutes left, but talk about where people can reach you and what your uh, uh, goals and visions are from here. Where do so you you can, anything you need to know, you can go to roguebunnies.com. It's R-O-G-U-E, bunnies.com, roguebunnies.com. And the vision is to keep building. We're in a, we're in a phase right now where um, we're releasing Series 3. We have the trading cards. We have international bunnies. But we're aspiring to create these in real life events, um, specifically in Vegas, called the Mansion 2.0 Experience, which we just did one. And um, it was a super success so we're um, we're developing our 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 party skills. We're developing our in real life events um, with all the bunnies, and so that is a big part of what we're going to be focusing on in the next 12 months. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And where? What about social media? Where can where can uh, people find you on social? So the Rogue Bunnies on Instagram and at the Rogue Bunnies on Twitter or X or whatever you call it. So yeah. But everything at roguebunnies.com, our link tree is there. All our links are there. Okay. Our Discord, everything's at roguebunnies.com. So if all else fails, that's our that's our hub where everything is. Awesome. Um, what are some last minute things that um, you would want to share with anybody that is in a place 
where they're they're kind of like at that crossroads of like I I need to make a change and I want to reinvent myself, whether it's health, business, personal. What are some things that you would share with them and advice that you would give them? Um, well, I guess ask a lot of questions. I really had to ask myself a lot of questions of like what it is I wanted to do, what it is, where it is I wanted to be with my life and um, and to kind of set some mile marker goals and then and then stay consistent with getting to those goals. I mean, I really I'm not I'm not really sure I, I want to give advice, but for my for basically what's worked for me is that I'm just doing something that I really, really love and I'm doing it in, with, with building a community at the same time. And for me, having a community and collaborating with people is um, is inspiring me to to keep going and to um, and to keep pursuing. Um, the goals and the visions and we've hit some of our mile markers so we've been having some success and so like after it's been three years of building and so we've had some sellout um, product and stuff and so like that feels really good so that feels like we are on track and we're doing the things that we need to do but there's so much more work to be done so it's just a cr creating those mile markers uh, those um, you know those markers in time that you know of what of things that we need to achieve by those times and then making it instead of one big giant thing lots of little things that you can um to do to get to the big thing yeah yeah it's called habit building that's like habit stacking um i have one last question what's your definition of success uh, i i guess per, i guess pursuing pursuing um um potentials you know and um creating goals and pursuing potentials i think when you when you achieve potentials and um mile markers that you that you set out i think that's super um i mean i think there's no better feeling than that right is to be able to get to those places so if you're doing something you really love then that's probably going to be that's probably going to be what's you know part of your yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but yeah, just, yeah. you know, that you do something that you really, really love and um, not just be grinding something out. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Victoria. One of the things that I want to share, uh, we're going to close out here in just uh, a few minutes, but um, I asked a very specific question the other day to my audience on Instagram. And I said, I want you to really think about this. Are you day dreaming or are you day living? And that question means, are you only dreaming about what you want your life to look like or are you actively living it out? So guys, that is the, the wrap for today's show. Victoria, thank you so much. It was an honor having you on. Guys, I'll be back next week. There's gonna be a time change. So watch out for that time change. I'm Lizzie Enns, your host on the I'm Not Fine Show. Thank you for listening to the I'm Not Fine Show. Lizzie Ends returns Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Central Time, 11 a.m. Mountain Time, and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, have the best week of your life by making choices that take you from feeling fine to feeling amazing.